I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Shannon. And we're the host of Wifey and Baby Mama. We want to thank you all who listened and subscribed on last week and welcome you to this week's episode titled, Can We All Just Get Along? All right, so let's get into it. Now, we've given you some personal insight and experience on life, relationships, uh, marriages as it pertains to blended families uh, or just families, period. So this week, we want to talk about and touch on some of the things we think are imperative to having a peaceful life, you know, when things come to an end or when you get a new partner into the scenario. Uh, the first thing I've learned when it comes to getting along is recognizing if there's even a need to stay connected. You know, Shannon, sometimes mm-hmm. there's no need to stay connected. You know what I mean? Right. But right. if you have children, of course, then, of course, you need to try your very best to get along. I mean, it goes without say if you're going to have children. You do, you do your absolute best to try to make things work out peacefully. But if you were a fly by night, you know, a one night stand, I believe what the young folks call it these <laughs> days, Shannon, the jump off. It's the no need off. trying to. Yeah, no need to try to make something out of that. You know, it's going about your business. <laughs> call it what it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> again not here to judge um just trying to save yourself trying to save someone from the things we went through you know a whole bunch mm-hmm. of heartache is what i went through for just not being able to move on peacefully so that's important you know to be able to get along even when it's over yeah that is very important um and in my situation of course it's totally different i i was able to move on <laughs> quite Quite, quite easily, honestly, um, only because of the separation, I think, because I was in the South and, you know, baby daddy was in the North, you know, so that that creates a um, uh, a, a void to help you. Well, that, yeah, but that um, was just on. like one, but one incident, though. I mean, was he he was baby daddy the only person you ever dated besides your husband now? <laughs> uh, that had what? longevity or no no not kids I mean just period oh no yeah there 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 have been other relationships that were long term you know um and so moving on is easy for you yeah yeah well that's not I mean that's we talk about our yin and yang that's a yin and yang (laughs) because that's something I had a problem with in my dating years if I slept with you oh we go together real bad honey okay (laughs) so (laughs) What she say, real bad. So, right. <laughs> I, I don't do one night stands, you know. So if I slept with someone yeah. and I knew them, yeah. that means I had yeah. bested something. Or I had a long term interest. So if you thought you was just sleeping with me and act like you don't know me, oh baby, it went down. So that's right. why I'm here. I'm here for the the, yin, the yang people, the the exactly. crazy people like me. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> See, you're the sense and sensibility of the thing. No, baby, not, you slept not, with me. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily sensibility other than, um, or rather than, um, I always think I'm more like a guy, (laughs) meaning it's hard for me to attach. Oh, um, it's the exact opposite for me. Yeah, and see, my husband recognized that, I think, from the beginning. Um, Okay. He's like, okay, how do I get this girl? That's probably why I, I married so late in life as well, too, because I could never really form Real attachment. An attachment. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, so, I I just say to be honest, girl. If you, because lying don't help anybody. So I'm like, oh yeah, we'll move on. Yeah. Oh, we're here with experts and moving on. You are. 
I was I was one of them hard. That's why we can do this thing. You know, I was yeah. one of them girls. No, nah, yeah. baby. No, nah, you ain't gonna do me like that. But sometimes <laughs> you just got to realize that, it, you know, like we said, it's over, you know, but right, moving on right. peacefully, I learned in my later years. So here's the thing, you know, if we can catch people right now, it avoids all that stuff. In my later years, That's I right. wish I knew then what I knew now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, most of the time the man. But but now, listen, let me be honest now. Most of the time, a man or a woman will tell you from the beginning. I'm not trying to do this long term. Let's mm-hmm. just do this yeah. and let's just have yeah. sex. And this is all I want. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, OK, mm-hmm. because either you're interested, you want to sleep with them. They're popular, whatever the case may be. And then when they say, OK, I got mm-hmm. somebody else I'm going to sleep with this week or this month. Now you're angry. But now they told angry. you from the beginning, that's not what mm-hmm. they wanted. So my guys are necessarily, no one ever going to tell me, oh, I just want to sleep with you and move on. But they would say, you know, I'm looking for a friend or, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'll go along for a little while. But when you start creating those soul ties, girl, it's very hard to just move on. So it's best not to even do it. (laughs) You know, it's just best not to even do it for a person like me, you know, for a person like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when I look at the, um, you know, the different, uh, I don't know women that I've had to, to deal with as the baby mama, um, before, you know, of course you, Sean, (laughs) before you, (laughs) um, (laughs) um, there was an expectation of, you know, uh, drama of, I don't know, strife, (laughs) you know, here comes, here comes baby mama. There's about to be, something's about to go down or whatever. Um, but you came in peace. I came in peace always um, because I, I I just wanted peace. I always wanted it, even at at any cost, I guess. Even if I had to shut up and look weak, because so many people right. said, oh, she looks so weak. And I'm like, call it weakness, call it what you want. I just know that there are certain things that are worth fighting for. And if the man is not in your life <laughs> or he's not, not fighting for fighting. you, then what's the point? Or yeah, he's not fighting for you. Right. Right. There was nothing mutually there to say, Hey, um, this is something we need to fight for. There was nothing for me to work on, you know, like how we talked about last week, how we work right. on our marriages and we work on friendships. We work you, on you relationships. Say, you say you don't work on jump work offs on here. You don't work on jump offs. <laughs> no, you do not. <laughs> Yeah, put no work in the jump offs. Keep it moving. Everyone, yeah, hear it loud and clear. You don't work on you don't (laughs) work on that. Yep, you don't work on uh, buddy relationships. You know, and you know, people, women, women. I know women, like you said, probably men too. But we speak from a woman's point of view. Some Mm -hmm. women think if I just put it on him, if I just, is, I got the oh. best there ever was. If I keep oh putting it on God. him, it's going to change his mind. No, uh, Maya Angelou said it best. When people show you who they are, they are. believe them believe. the first time, believe mm-hmm. them the first time and you will save yourself a whole lot of trouble. And I, as a, a grown, mature uh, married woman now can say a lot of those situations, if I would have just listened to understand instead of listening mm-hmm. to what I thought the man wanted, you know, what I wanted to hear. I would have yeah. saved myself a lot of heartache. So yeah. sometimes we can't always blame the man. Sometimes if you listen to what they're telling you, you will hear exactly what they want from you. 
Oh yeah. But again, yeah. some of us are, are so damaged. Some of some women are just looking for love. You know, they wasn't mm-hmm. raised in a good home and they just want somebody to love them. So they see a good looking guy or they see a guy who's showing them attention. You know, they're going to show you a whole lot of attention until they get what they want. And yeah. then it was just another conquer for them. It was another conquest for them. Now, I didn't have a whole lot of that. And I, I will say as crazy as I am, a lot of my stuff was long term, but probably because they were scared to leave me, though. But <laughs> Because, baby, I would set it off. Okay. So I don't know if that's why most of my relationships you know, are you're, you're like, yeah, you're like from um, Fatal Attraction. Don't ignore me. Don't ignore me. No, <laughs> I that bad. But I think I was just so cool, too. I, I tell you, all of my dudes have, you're the coolest girl I've ever been. With. I was a homeboy, uh, meaning yeah. we could do, we can go out, we go to basketball game, you know, we can play video game, we can play pool, we can play basketball. We can go to a football game. I was I was the homegirl, yeah. but I just had a problem separating the two, even though they said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a little situation. I learned, though, I don't play the cheating. Now, that's one thing I draw the line yeah. at. Yeah. There was a few incidents, um, even with hubby and, I, and our, first, um, our first marriage. He said, you know, I'm seeing somebody, you know, play, like it wasn't all that. And I'm like, all right. Well, I thought what I said. Well, you know, we spend a lot of time together, so eventually that'll be over. Nope. As long as you let them play the game, they will play the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And no, nothing you're doing is going to change a man from being a man. A man is going to change when he wants to change, when he finds the woman that's worth the change. So move on and get along. If you have children, make that thing work. You know, um, I have, like I said, I have kids that are not hubbies. So I, it was imperative that we got along. So all of the ones I'm talking about and referring to in my younger years, they really didn't matter, Shannon, because I didn't have children with them. Right. But the ones that I did have children with, you know, we have excellent relationships. And that's why I want to put this out there. The ones who I didn't have kids, but it didn't matter if they walked away or how they walked away. But when I had these kids, I made it necessary to get along with them, their families. And I ain't kissing nobody's behind. These lips were made for a lot of stuff. That wasn't one of them. (laughs) Do what you do. But if it's right. a way to get along, then I, I would definitely try and do that. Yeah. And I look at Quincy Jones. I bring up Quincy Jones. All of his ex-wives, girlfriends or whatever, and all their children you, during holidays and things like that, they're all together. And That's awesome. That, yeah. That always amazed me that, you know, families could operate that way. My stepfather... Um, my stepmom and my mom and father all my, now my, you know, I'm a little off because my mama was a little off. That's why I'm wild <laughs> as I can be. So she had a little friction at first because now mind you, mom moved on first. She had a whole nother husband. But when my father got married, she's like, Oh no, I'm like, mom, that is, so, that is such a double. So she really gave the lady the blues for years. And finally oh, wow. she just understood, like she didn't want us going around the lady. And I'm like, mom, we live with your husband. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my father was kind of subtle, so he just let mom be buck wild. But he knew it. And the, and the lady, his um, God rest her soul, my stepmom was so. And if you can believe it, all four of my parents are gone. Ain't that crazy? And I'm oh, thinking wow. like all four of them are deceased now. But but the blended um, family and the examples that they left to me kind of helps me with my family now. Having a blended family with you know right. your son, my kids, we can yeah. all come together. Your husband, my husband, we can yeah. all sit down and have dinner. And I think exactly. that comes from the dynamic that even though I was raised in the hood, my mama was really wild. We still had that good <laughs> dynamic as far as our blending. After mom calmed down and realized you can't, girl, you can't have both these men. You got a husband. 
You can't control right. your ex-husband. <laughs> right. But That's... we were all able to get along. We lived in New York. My father remained in Alabama. So um, when we would go down, we could stop at their house. Mom would trade us off. He, she and the wife had a conversation. My dad would get out. My, my stepfather would get out here. And my dad would have a conversation when they traded us off for the summer. And it was great. They would talk about cars, fixing cars. And I'm thinking, I remember that being like the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Because you know why? It's over. And we got to find a way it's to raise over. these kids. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. my blended family was able to get along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same with my mother. You know, my mother, um, you know, was married to my father and divorced my father when I was, I think, around three or so. Um mm-hmm. And then she joined the Air Force, which is how we ended up in uh, South Dakota. But um, when we got back here and my mother remarried, um, you know, I had a stepfather in South Dakota and then they divorced. And then I had another stepfather and they all got along. Everyone got along. I remember we were at church one Sunday and she's going to hate me telling this story, (laughs) but hopefully she won't listen (laughs) To this miss episode. This episode. <laughs> yeah, don't don't listen, mom. But um <laughs> we were all at we were at church. There was some I don't know, some uh special uh, uh concert or something at church, program or something at church, and all of my mom's uh husbands were there. <laughs> and so w- me and my uh, little sister, we picked at her. We're like, Whoa, look at you up in here with all your husbands. Big Panther. <laughs> And it was no problem. You know, it was just how we are. You know, we get along. And when I first, you know, met my husband, he didn't understand that concept. (laughs) You know, from his upbringing and background, once you're done, you're done. You don't talk to him. You don't speak to him. You know, he doesn't have a relationship with his ex-wife, which is the mother of his three children. And Uh I... You know, I encourage, you know, a a relationship because even though his children are grown, I think there still should be some type of, you know, communication. Yeah, Yeah. they're still their mother for sure. And I had to get him, (laughs) bring him around to understand that once the feelings are gone, what what are you angry about? What are you hanging on to? What are you... Why can't you stand to look at this person? You know, whatever his reasonings are. I said, that that just doesn't happen in our family. And I'm glad that my mother was an example of, you know, how you can just move on, walk move away on. and keep peace, you know. Get along. Yes. Yeah. Get so along. do they do they get along now or is it just too much water oh, yeah. on the bridge? Every, um, everyone um, gets your along. husband, your husband and his ex-wife gets along now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They get along. Mm-hmm. Thank they God. Do. And see, you know what? Yeah. That you may be the piece he needed to get to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And in my situation, yeah. um, most you, of course, being the baby mama is the only one that's important, <laughs> you know. But people <laughs> may have girlfriends. Like I had a boyfriend all through high school that was close to my family. So my hubby, when we first started dating, you know, he came around the time. It was no friction. You know, we were younger, but I've really never had um any issues unless the female brought it to me see my thing with peace and getting along is if you have children you and i again no static but say if you guys didn't have children but you're Mm -hmm. really close to his family his family adores you so if you came around because we have no issues whether you had a kid or not well why she around because she got your she ain't got no kids it doesn't matter if you're connected to people for three four five six years 
it, it, I spoke on this last week. It's no reason you can't be friends if it's no ill will and no static. Yeah. I had this one weirdo that he had. It was a jump off. <laughs> and after we got back together this time and we were dating and trying to, you know, find our way back. After he told her, like, look, I'm back with her. You know, this is what it is. She said, well, ask her, kid. We all be friends. Ma'am, um, you vandalized my car. <laughs> Ma'am, you're playing on my phone. You're like totally out the gate. No, we cannot. That's weird. You know what I mean? Like, because right. I feel like the only reason for that request was so that you can continue to be in his life. I've yeah. never met you. I don't know anything about you. Why do I need to get along with you? Why do I need to right. see you? He was like, nah, it ain't happening. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it is times, like we said, when you jump off, it's really no need to get along. But That's if you right. have children, I can't say enough how imperative it is to to get, mm-hmm. you know, to, to find some common ground. Even again, if you have to enlist the help of the family. Hey, we're not right. talking. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. So the going back and forth. Um, nah, we can't do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not only is it not good and, and we're, we're probably we'll repeat this several times, <laughs> you know, as we uh, do this podcast, but not only is it not good for you, but it's not good for the kids. And That's right. watching them, you know, learn from bad behavior to then right. again, turn or turn around and, you know, do it themselves. It's like, we want to be positive role, role models for our children. And so important that you said that that's Mm -hmm. right and that comes to me being grown now you guys hear me often talk about how I will set it off Saturday it it go it baby wherever you look at me wrong (laughs) but with my maturity this time around with me finding peace in God with me being saved with me being a lady now she got away with a whole lot of stuff that just don't happen you don't get to do what you did to Sean and, and, and not read about it baby or somebody coming to bomb me out but see, when you're grown, you don't let stuff bother you. You Not the way right. it used to now. You know, she got a few words and, you know, and, and she learned to just chill. But it was a time I would have ripped her apart. I would have went up one side, that girl and down the other. But I learned to just it, it. He's with you. He's telling her he's drew his lines. It's no need to go back and forth with her. You're going to have people who just can't understand it's over and they don't want peace. They just want mess. So that's where the men come in or the women, depending on how the relationship is going to draw their lines and, and protect mm-hmm. their partners and respect their partners. So that's where the peace comes in. And as long as they're doing their best, you can't control other people. So as long as your partner are drawing, you know, drawing the clear lines, you can't stay mad with them about something someone from the outside is doing. So yeah. what at all costs, get along in your relationship at all costs, rise above the foolishness and make sure your immediate family is happy and whole. And right. that you do whatever it takes to do, you know, especially like you said, for the children, because in the end, it eventually affects them in a negative way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not only does it affect them, you know, as they're growing up, but when they're adults, you know, absolutely, because form... you're teaching them. Yeah, you're teaching them how to run a family or how to respond yeah. to certain things. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. getting along is, is imperative when you're raising children. Right. And understanding the bigger picture is not this moment that we're in right now. So That's so right. many of us, we get focused and we get moment or tunnel vision. Yeah. On a moment. And, and those moments like, can cost no. you. 
Yes, they can. <laughs> they can cost you, cost your family, cost your peace, cost you, you money, know, your happiness and money. Oh, yeah. Bail money. <laughs> Bail money. Okay. I count some of that money up now. I probably could have me a Porsche or something, honey, all the foolishness I get. So, well, my father, I would say, because it started when I was young. And so my sisters and brothers were like, you're always blowing that girl out of jail. He said, yeah, well, look, even though I was wrong, I was out there getting in trouble. He said, you know, I just yeah. don't want you to have a felony. You're not going to have a good job. You're not right. gonna, That's a, just being good parents. You know, I was, I was as yeah. foolish as I can be. But my father was dead bent on saving his baby. And I oh. thank God for him. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, like I said, with time and maturity, you know, I grew out of it, but that's just who I was because that right. was the environment like I grew up in. So now mm -hmm. here we are trying to save some younger people, younger generations from going through those things, you know, get along. Yes. And if you can't get, get along, along, walk away. Mm -hmm. Walk away. And I mean, every situation won't come to getting along. So again, you know, we're not doctors, we're not therapists, you know, anything close to it. But I've lived long enough to know that life can teach you things that, that a classroom can't teach you. Right. And experience is the best teacher. That's what I've learned about living this life. So get along if you can, walk away if you can't. That's right. All right, All right. so I'm gonna transition to my red line. All right, red lines. Okay, so the red line topic of today is staying in the sheets is not the mm. answer to keeping the peace. Ooh. Okay, I'll make that clear. <laughs> when people are supposed to be over and you now have a significant other or you're just adamant that this relationship isn't going to work with the current partner, whether someone new in the picture or not, when you continue to sleep with that same person, you know, that you claim to want to be free from, it's almost guaranteed to be drama. Constant drama. That's a recipe for disaster. And majority of the situations that I've seen the most confusion and frictions in, <laughs> including my own, you know, <laughs> it comes from that very thing. I don't care if it's the best you ever had. I don't care if y'all been together since pre-K. <laughs> I don't care if y'all got five kids together or if you met in a group home. Remember Norbert, Norbert and Restitution? How you doing? <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> the special relationship may be. If you found it's unhealthy to be together. You know, especially like if it's yeah. like violence involved, you need to stop mm -hmm. that. You need to let right. it go. Any sexual contact needs to be ceased. Don't be fooled by the famous, you know, it's just sex. I don't want nothing else lying. Sex mm -hmm. is the most valuable thing you could give someone. So why give it to someone you no longer want to be connected to or no, someone you're not going to share your life with? Uh, breaking right. those soul ties and praying is really the only way you can move on to a cordial, casual relationship. Um, that's what life has taught me. And that's my red line for today. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, because, you know, and, and we both experienced it where, you know, everyone wants to go back and dip, you know, yeah, I'm going to go back, dip my toe back in that or go back into that or whatever, <laughs> all that back and forth. And it's confusion. It does nothing but, um, muddy the waters and make things, um, so unclear, no one knows what they're doing or the or their friends with benefits or whatever. It's like, no, you're not really and friends. Then you're sending mixed messages. If you right, want to right. peacefully move on from this thing, like you said, dipping mm -hmm. back is not the answer. And I, I know, and the reason I can speak on this, again, we can speak on this is we did it, you know? Oh, dipping, yeah, You say your toes dipping some other stuff too. You can't be <laughs> dipping nothing. You got to just cleanly walk away. 
because yeah. again, you may think that, oh, well, if we just, I, I just give her some sex, you know, she won't call my house. No, that's mm-hmm. going to create, as long mm-hmm. as you have those soul ties, as long as you have them in, 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 let me get the word I'm trying to, I said sheets, but it's even communication. You don't even need to regularly communicate with the person you're done with because it's right. going to give them false hope. Mm-hmm. Walk away. That's yeah. mine. That's just my opinion on it. And I, I'm telling you something, it works. And I can only give my opinion because I've been through it. Yeah. And so many people, you had mentioned earlier about um, so many people think they're the best in bed or whatever. Everyone wants to think they're sunshine from Harlem Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sunshine. Throw it up in the air. <laughs> well, throw it up in the air on your husband. Throw it up in the air on your wife. Don't be throwing it up in the air for everybody. <laughs> right, right. So, because I'm but, telling you, it's some people that got it. And I ain't going to mention no names, but it's some people that got it. You can't give it to everybody. You know, you can't give it to everybody. Of, I know, but a lot of people are better in their head than they really are in bed. So it's that's like, true. Come on now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I know some that, I know some of both of them though, but okay. But yeah, leave it alone until it's, until it's right. time to be married or committed. Leave it alone. <laughs> Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Great red lines, John. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now we will move on to the segment we like to call the fictional family I'm feeling. All right. So the fictional family I'm feeling this week, there are actually two families. Um, they're from the neighborhood, the the sitcom starring um Cedric the Entertainer and um the families are the Butlers and the Johnsons. The Johnsons are a white family. The Butlers are a black family. Um, but the episode I'm going to talk about isn't really about the, the two different families. Um, uh, well, yeah, it is. It's, well, they were having a party. The, the white family was having a party. And it was getting out of hand. <laughs> and they needed someone to <laughs> shut it down. And Cedric's wife... Uh, is at the party and she says oh I know someone who can shut this down (laughs) can shut this party down and she goes to get her husband and he comes in and you know as the big black man you know I'm here to (laughs) shut this down and he's like all right now if your name isn't Johnson or Butler you're out of here you got to get out of here no one leaves (laughs) no one's phased and so he looks around he's like hmm I can't believe all these people are butlers and Johnsons. (laughs) So they brought him in. It's a stereotypical, you know, this dude's going to shut it down. It didn't happen. He wasn't able to shut the party down. And (laughs) what that says to me um, is, you know, you have these these stereotypes and you have, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, preconceived uh, notions about folks. Um, but yet at the end of the day, we all have to get along. And these two families, even though Cedric wasn't able to just shut it all down, um, the fact that the, the they had the confidence came together. Yeah, yeah. And they had they the did. confidence in him. Like, oh, like we know somebody that can handle this. And <laughs> what tickles me about that is um, the fact that the but the Johnsons was like uh, the Butlers. The Butlers is the Caucasian family, correct? 
No, the Johnsons. The Johnsons are the Caucasian family. The Butlers are <laughs> yeah, Cedric yeah. and his family. So the right. Johnsons, <laughs> all of their people was like, uh-uh, that don't work no more. We're in a different day and age now. <laughs> we right. out here. We're right. at the barbecue. Right. right. Ain't no. Ain't we no... all get along. <laughs> Yeah. And I, and I, and I do like that, you know, you just touched on something where they weren't afraid or intimidated. And I wish the rest of the world, you know, could. Was that way? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. I see you on. (laughs) All right. So that is the fictional family. I am feeling this week. Love it. All right, so we have come to the end of our podcast this week. We want to thank you all for joining and listening and participating in this endeavor. And we want you to, of course, remember to submit your red lines every third Thursday of the month. We will choose one of the red line submissions to read on air. And if we choose your submission, you will win a $100 gift card. So please submit your submissions for the You got two more weeks, guys. Our first one's coming up in two more weeks. Can you believe it, Shane? Yeah, two more weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Who couldn't use $100? Right. Especially how his grocery and gas is. I know. And eggs. (laughs) And eggs. And eggs. All right. So please, please like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Follow us. Subscribe. We're out there. Um, If you have trouble finding us, um, you can even email us at wifeyandbabymama at gmail.com and say, I can't find you Um, because we are on all platforms. So um, we want to thank you for joining us and uh, we look forward to next week. Sean and Shannon signing off. Good night. Love you. Bye. I'm waiting.